Hi, this is Dana, and welcome to our Wednesday Sanctuary. I'd like to start this morning with a story about my three-year-old niece. When she woke up last Saturday, she realized that her five-year-old brother and her dad went fishing without her. She was obviously very upset about it. But when her mom told her that they can go and join them at the lake, she paused for a moment and you could see that she was really evaluating all the pros and cons of her current situation. And after a good while, she said calmly, No, I won't join them. I'll watch Kung Fu Panda and nobody will bother me. Now that my brother and my dad are gone, I have the whole house to myself. When I heard this story, it really made me laugh. And I thought, what a capacity this kid has to transform an unpleasant experience of staying behind into something beneficial for her. And it also reminded me one of my favorite fairy tales my grandma used to tell me. She would have been 100 this year. She passed away just seven years ago. The fairy tale is called The Three Spinning Women. The story starts with a girl who doesn't like spinning, and yet it is the only way her mom makes a living. One day, a queen passes by the house and sees the girl spinning the flax. The queen asks whether the girl would like to come to the castle with her and spin her own flax. As a reward, she promises the girl her own son in marriage. When the girl comes to the castle, the queen shows her three rooms full of flax and tells her, tells her to start working. The girl gets paralyzed at seeing this situation and she starts drowning in despair. She has no desire to start spinning because she knows she will never be done with it. She spends three days crying and sweating in fear, wondering what her future will be, since she is unable to proceed with the task. However, on the third day, somebody knocks on her window. She looks through the window and sees three strange-looking women. The first one has a broad, flat foot. The second one has such a large lower lip that it hangs down over her chin. And the third one has a broad thumb. These three women came to help her with spinning. So the girl lets them into her room and she watches them as they start to work. The first one pulls the thread and pedals the wheel. The second one moistens the thread and the third twists it, then strikes the table with her finger and each time she does this, a most finely spun thread falls on the floor. But not only that, the thread that is falling on the floor is a golden thread. Something unheard of. The girl is so thrilled about this spinning business that she joins the women 
and they teach her the art of extraordinary spinning for the rest of the night. And before the night is over, they are done with all the work. And all three rooms that were filled with flax before are now filled with golden thread. The story in itself has an amusing ending and you can easily Google it. But for now, I want to stay with the, with the three women and golden thread. There are so many similarities between this story and our current situation of pandemic. These times, and especially the sheltering place, is to me like three rooms full of flax that need to be processed and transformed into something different. Our ordinary everyday experiences of cooking, cleaning, exercising, doing dishes, working, praying and being with each other can be very shallow and boring if we don't know how to turn them into gold or how to find God in them. Yet we don't have to despair. God always comes. Just like the three spinning women came to the girl in despair. God comes and knocks unexpectedly at the window of our heart, ready to introduce us to the wisdom of living a full and abundant life. God's active and creative presence never gives up on us. Most of us can't fully and physically participate in the Eucharistic celebrations these days, but this folktale reveals to us that the same power of Eucharistic love operates on the altar of our hearts anytime we count on its help. St. Paul reminds us in his letter to Romans that the love of of God has been poured out into our hearts and this love has the power to transform our ordinary mo moments into the moments of grace and our difficult emotions and experiences, even our suffering and pain into something life-giving. We might not perceive the benefits of this Eucharistic exchange within us, but the world and those around us will. We can rest deeply because Jesus, the Good Shepherd, is not wandering on the meadows of the parks that are now close to us, but he is present in the dark valleys and spacious pastures of our hearts. And he always points us to the altar of our heart, where God's love continues consecrating our being in all its complexity.